Let me give you the history. Yeah. Right around the same time, this is where our journeys correlate. I mean, everybody is on a journey. Yeah. Every leader that is charged with um, people that they are tasked to develop, those people are on their journey and we're supposed to be showing them the path, right? And I was struggling with you. Yeah. And I was losing my mind on uh, how I couldn't get you motivated to go become this better version of yourself for a million reasons why you had to do it, right? Yeah. Not to mention you need to do it because if you're not moving at a higher altitude and airspeed, you're gonna put drag on this business and yeah. you're gonna fall out the back of this Peloton and I'm not slowing down for you. And you knew that. Yeah. Right, because I love you, but this is business, and we have a purpose, and we're here, we're here to save souls. Sure, we ain't slowing down for anybody, right? right? And it's painful to be able to have to have those conversations with your business partners. But the reality is, is if you care about them enough, you're going to be truthful, right? Yeah. So we had these conversations, and I was having these conversations with Dakota, and I was like, man, I'm feeling like if I can't get this guy to convert, because he was, you had a rocket on your back for like the first eight years, and then you arrived at a point where you're like, I'm better, I'm good enough, and then I was like. Mm. You've definitely plowed through some levels, yeah. but now the moving haven of life is still moving and you got to catch back up, right? Sure. And and I couldn't touch you. I couldn't connect you in a way that was meaningful enough because I'd maybe hit my own limits. And Dakota goes, all I need is 30 days with a guy like that. And I was like, I'm listening. And Dakota says shit like that because that's how he is. And he means stuff like that. Sure. And I had known what he has done you know, for me and how... I mean, he's worked out with my son. Uh, I haven't seen anybody that hasn't become a better person for spending an hour sweating with a guy like Dakota Meyer. Yeah. And I needed that because I also, like you, was the same. Like all your bad habits, the faults of the son of the failure of the father, although I'm not your father in a leadership realm for what we do professionally, you're going to mirror my mistakes. Sure. I'm going to teach you my good and my bad. Yeah. And I could see those bad things and I had to fix them in myself so I could help them fix them in you. Dakota helped me fix that in myself. He was one of the contributors to that model, yeah. right? There was another one too, who we just hired. And, um, but I had, I had multiple, I had mentors and then I had these two foxhole people that were making sure that there was constant pressure on, on me to become either the diamond or the splat mark I wanted to be, right? And I knew that it worked and you just happened to come to me and, and you had mentioned your willingness to do anything. Yeah. And I said, well, why don't we marry you with Dakota Meyer? And uh, it wasn't, you, you jumped on it pretty quick. I, sure. You know, you were, you were ready. You yeah. were ready, right? Yeah. And you have to be ready for change. There's a lot of people that are gonna listen to this podcast. Jesse, you're a very inspiring person. They're gonna be inspired by the things that you're doing and the things that you say but they may not be, what would it take to inspire you to have been someone listening to this podcast and moved off the couch, right? There's another person, there's a lady that we're gonna have on this podcast uh, in a few more weeks and she's coming and she's about 30 days ahead of you. Yeah. And she's just been working with me. Yeah. And she's already reinvented herself to another 2.0 model and she'll be a 3.0 model next year. She's just, she's addicted to the changes that you can see when you do 30 days of something consistently, that's infectious, yeah. right? Yeah. So for you, you were ready for this. You just, when did your journey begin? And what is the story with your journey? And maybe now's a great time to unpackage some of the stuff that you've learned already and what you are, what's your intent with this entire process of the journey? Yeah. Well, so I think, you know, the journey really started with those conversations and, and you know, having some realizations at home, you know, uh, 
but so, you know, it started, came out here. Uh, well, go back. Cause you had to go explain to your wife, like, listen, I'm really hit a wall yeah, yeah. and I need 30 days. Well, I think, I think what I explained to my wife and, 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 you know, like, listen, anybody that tells you they have everything figured out, they have perfect marriage, they have this or that, like they're, they're wrong. Right. And, and like, I think I, I went to my wife in this way, I put it to her and, you know, this is pretty vulnerable and personal stuff, but I'm going to share it. Cause I hope that maybe it will help somebody else. Right. Like I, the problems that I have at home, right. Like I had to come to the real, realization that those problems are probably my fault, right? Like I, I'm, I'm supposed to lead my family. I'm supposed to. And, and so, you know, any issue that I have in my life at home, at work or anything like that, like I, I had to come to the realization that it's all on me at some point. Right. And, and if it's not, I need to know, I need to know that it's not me. Right. Like I need to fix me before I can, like we said earlier, before I can help anybody else put their mask on, I got to put my own on first and I got to, I got to figure out where I'm at and what my constitution as a man is. And, and so, you know, yeah, I I had to go to my wife and, and I had to tell her like, I'm, I'm at a point to where I'm, I'm no longer comfortable in my clothes, no longer comfortable in my skin. Like, even though work's going great, like, there's plenty of areas that I should be doing better in, right? Like I got kids that are growing up that are doing different things every day that they, they need somebody that they can look up to as the example of the way things should be. Right. Like I, one of my, one of the, the favorite, one of my favorite things is uh, it's a speech that like a, prof- I think he's a professor gave at a college. Right. And, and, you know, he talks about how his dad was just a line cook, right? But his dad woke up at 4 a.m. every day and would go work. And when his wife asked why he did that, he says, because I hope that my boys one day will wake up and at least see their dad trying to be great at something, right? Like, you know, we're the biggest influence that we have on our children outside of the the outside world. And it, it was, for me, it was just a combination of everything, right? Like it, 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 there's been plenty of points in my life where there was one thing that would have made me want to do something. Right. I think for me, I finally reached a point to where it was like everything in my life was making me want to do something different. Right. Like, and, and, so talk to her, got her behind the fact that I'm going to be gone for a while. Uh, now the, the, and, and my wife's the same, right? Like, I mean, to be able to say yes and she'll watch she all the picture. kids and, but she understands that, that me being better will translate to all of us being better. Sure. And, and so, you know, she agreed that I could come out here and do this. I, you know, I had to wait until my son's last football game. Right. And, uh, they made it all the way to the championship. So it took a little bit longer than, you know, maybe would have been preferred, but, uh, I came out here, uh, and you know, the first day that I was going to go meet with Dakota and it, it uh, my flight landed. Oh yeah. Well, first off my flight got delayed. Out of doubt. So I, I left my son's championship football game. 
I went to directly to the airport, flew to Cincinnati. My flight last got, Sunday. Yeah, last, last Sunday. Sunday. My uh, uh, my flight got delayed, and then I finally make it to Austin. I sit on the tarmac for another forty minutes because there's a plane in our gate. So, you know, what should have been me getting in and you get to the compound being in time? bed by 1230, right? I get to the compound at, you know, 238. And I got to be there at, you know, luckily Dakota showed a little bit of mercy. Because he was originally like 430. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, he, you know, he found out my flight and everything got delayed. He's like, you know, let's push it to six. And I was like, all right, great. And uh, we go to six and... You know, I, I'm the kind of person, like, I can't just lay down and shut it down, you know what sure. I mean? So I eventually fall asleep sometime between You get like an hour sleep. Oh, probably. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't going to be late, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I get there, and it it was one of those situations where, man, I had every reason in the world to be like, I'm out. Can we push this a day? Can we do this? Can we do that? Uh, but, you know, there there's a saying that uh, rock bottom doesn't always have to be a bad place. Rock bottom's a hell of a foundation to build on, right? Sure, shit. And, and from a physical standpoint, I, I'm at, I was, I am still at rock bottom, right? But I'm, I'm I, I convinced myself that no matter what, Somebody, I think I told you, like somebody's gonna have to kill me. So that first before day, before I won't do this. So I bet uh, Dakota a hundred bucks that he couldn't make you throw up in the first twenty minutes. I so, puked four times. Okay. So now the workout ended up taking about I two didn't hours. Money, but <laughs> but I puked four times. Um, and you know, it, part of it probably was too. Like they they wanted to know, right? Am I were, here for the right reasons? Am I here? because I really want to be better. Right. And, uh, I hope that I'm showing them that, that, that is why I'm here. And, and, you know, uh, Dakota did a super powerful thing for me. Right. Which was in, in, and I'm talking, like you said, like he doesn't need much time with people. Right. No, but he like, could understand real fast. I mean, in the first 45 minutes of this workout, bro, I was smoked. Like I was done, you know, I had nothing left in the tank. I was running on a couple hours of sleep. I hadn't ate since before my son's football game the day before. I definitely didn't hydrate. You what know were what you mean? throwing up then? Oh, listen, <laughs> I was calling some dinosaurs on, <laughs> on an empty stomach. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look, I've almost, I look, he, I've had been out there even before. I don't know if I've ever been able to deliver anything, but I, yeah. I've been in that position at his place before. It sucks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he, I was doing a, a particular workout and, uh, man, when I tell you, it literally felt like I could not lift my arms anymore. Like I, I literally, it's one of the first times in my life that my brain was telling my body to do something and nothing was happening. And, uh, you know, as calm as can be, he got down on my level and he's like, Hey, don't worry about it. You take a break. I'll do your reps. And like right then something deep inside me, primal, whatever you want to call it. Said, fuck you. I was like, I'm going to try and figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I, you know, was able to rep a couple more out and, and keep moving. Hey, for the record, yeah. he's had to help me too. Like, listen, man, 
he you don't go in there to beat him. Yeah. You're going in there to to get forged by that, right? Oh yeah. No. So no matter what you were doing, you were going to be in that scenario. Well, and that's a great thing. Like he, in no way, shape, or form, has it been a competition. It, it's right? not like at that. all. He, he wants you to arrive to your limit. Yes, he won, well, and, and I think he he is helping me realize that my limit isn't what I think it is. It's what my 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 brain may have thought, or or. Maybe it's not even your brain. Like my spirit may have thought like this was my limit, but something else is there. Yeah. He's, he's teaching me that, uh, your mind's a super powerful thing, right? Like the, the first day, right. He had me get in the cold plunge, right? How long were you in there for? Uh, the first day, I think I was only in there for like a minute. Okay. So it took me like multiple sits to get up to a minute and a half. Yeah. And, and just so everyone knows, like this, this isn't the kind you build at home, like where you pour some degrees. ice yeah. and a thing, right? Like this is a very nice Top cold plunge that like it constantly keeps all of the water in this tub at 38, 40 degrees. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sitting perfectly upright in it. Like I'm not leaning back, anything like that. And, uh, you know, I went for a minute, but I will tell you this, like even doing it that way where like I wasn't fully submerged in it and I was just sitting up even, you know, Dakota and Rebecca, the, the strength and conditioning coach that w that's been helping, um, you know, they were like the person that got into that tank and the person that got out were two different people. And, and what I mean by that is I was on my deathbed. Like I was sick. I did not feel good. Any of that. The second I got all that cold plunge, like I felt great. Yeah. Right. Like felt great. Um, People that haven't done a cold plunge need to do a little research yeah. and figure that out. I mean, if you don't have the time and you love, if you love Thor, you know, watch Chris Hemsworth Disney special where he, I think it's called Limitless or something like that. And he has an element between the extreme hot. Like I sit in the sauna every day. Yeah. I sit in this in cold plunge as often as I can, but I don't quite have the insulation you have. I feel. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but that cold plunge does, it's releasing chemicals in your brain. Yeah. It gives you a rush of endorphins. It, it, it's like it, drugs. Yeah. What it's meant to do, my understanding of what it's meant to do is when you submerge your body into that cold of water, all of the blood vessels in your extremities from your toes all the way up to your hips, your fingers, to your shoulders, they constrict and it forces all of the blood to your Stay heart your and core. your vital organs to try and keep you alive. Right. And, uh, when that happens, you get a rush of dopamine. Jumps out your immunity system. Oh, yeah. yeah there's I mean, a lot of amazing. There's tons chemistry. of things. Yeah. But you know, so I do that and then I have the whole day with them and, you know. It was like a classroom you were saying. Listen, I can't tell you the value that they have provided me in such a short period of time. I mean, they cooked food with me. They, they showed me what I need to be eating, how much I need to be eating, what I need to be eating. And, and I'll, I'll share a story. Like my, the first day, uh, they make me lunch and it's a spinach salad with turkey in it. And you've probably never some, had spinach. I've had it, but let's just say it's not in my, it's not in my Rolodex of food groups that I eat from, right. you know what I mean? And, uh, the craziest experience for me was after we make this and I'm eating it, I liked it. 
Your body was craving. There was what, something there for sure. Like my body knew this is what I need right now. Sure. And, and it was delicious. I ate it. I had no complaints. I mean, I ate, you saw me a little bigger. I ate another spinach. Salad. We just went to I the world it. headquarters of of Whole Foods, and yeah, and it's like a salad palooza, right? So you yeah. can have literally everything you want on there, but at least you know that everything that you need to be healthy is now within your reach, right? But so you know, walk through nutrition, walk through fitness, uh, walk through sleep, right? Like. I, the first day I came back, I think I, I came out to you guys. I said, don't think less of me, but I'm going to bed. And it was eight like o'clock. eight, yeah, eight o'clock, eight fifteen, And, uh, you need your rest. I did. And, and, you know, when, when, after they talked about the importance of those things with me, right? Like I'm, I'm the kind of guy, and, and we were talking about this a little bit in the car, right? Like we are busy. We are a growing company. I do have four kids. Like there is never a point in my day that somebody doesn't need something from me. So for me, my logic behind that was why well, I just stay up later than everybody. Because like, I, I don't know why I've just always been the kind of person that sometime throughout the day, I need my own peace, right? Like I need a point I need a certain amount of time that I can just not have to worry about anybody and, and kind of just I, I don't, do nothing. Do you Every know what I mean? Us. Like I, I put my wife to bed, my kids to bed or whatever it was in that order. And then I go running with a headlamp. That was my piece. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like you got to have peace dynamically for us men. It means you're going to stay up late. Yeah. And, um, and, but again, through, through the education of, of sitting with them and understanding that, even though I may feel like I'm getting peace at that time and, and getting to decompress and everything like that, I am literally robbing my body and of the ability to heal itself, my brain to dump my, like. If you sleep healthy, you could add 10 years to your lifespan. For sure. Sleep has that much of a profound impact on our health. Yeah. And, and like, you know, one of the things that, that, you know, they were, they were talking about is, is your, your sleep cycle and, and things, things like that. Like I've, for the last 10 years, probably averaged four to five hours of, of sleep a night. Right. And, and, you know, part of it's because of my diet and things like that, where I'd be uncomfortable when I went to bed or, uh, you know, a number of different factors. I mean, you know, this industry is dangerous for, having you lay out all night long you know what oh, i mean yeah. like it, we, it, how many late nights how many steakhouses oh. this industry just conferences it's hard to find conferences where people aren't torn up i will i'm a worst offender right yeah. i have me too i've enjoyed every conference this industry has put together and i i'd like to throw a good conference yeah. too and and we tend to go hard into the paint when we throw those conferences Every event that we will ever have going forward, we'll always have happy hours, but we'll start having healthy hours too. Yeah. Because there'll be other groups I want to peel on and be like, no, I want to not, I want to go to the conference network, grow my career, but I don't want to sacrifice and compromise my health to do it anymore. Right. And we want to be the first to engineer those solutions. Right. And, uh, you know, they, they had ground rules for me. There are things I can do, things I can't do. Foods I can eat, foods I can't eat. And and just so everyone knows, like, if you've ever seen Forrest Gump, and he's like, I drank me about 17 of them Dr. Peppers, you know? Yeah, that was you? Listen, on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, nah, I didn't actually drink 17 of them on a daily basis, but you get what I'm saying. You drink like, a lot of pop. Oh, yeah. It was my, like, 
pop was my thing. And, uh, you know, so cutting all that out and everything, but going back to, I got, I went to bed at eight 15, right. And I got a great night's sleep. And the, the funny thing is, is he was, he was showing me some mercy again on Tuesday, right. Letting me come in at six again. And, uh, uh, I, I woke up at four forty five on my own. My without body, the alarm clock? Without an, I had an alarm set, but I woke up on my own before my alarm went off. And I felt like a million dollars. But I did an old habit, which was I went back to sleep. I was like, oh, shit, I still got 30 minutes? Well, I'm going back to sleep. You know what I mean? Felt like shit when, when you I woke, woke up. up. Thir- yeah. And it's because, and, and that's right, they're, they're educating me on the fact that, you know, you sleep in three different cycles. You have light sleep, deep sleep, and then REM, right? Each cycle is about 30 minutes. If you force your body to wake up in one of those cycles, you're not going to feel as good as if you just wake up after a REM sleep, right? So I went in that, that day and, and, you know, uh, that day we did mobility and things like that. Cause you know, Listen, for everyone that has all these, you know, excuses about why they can't do this injuries, or that, injuries, my way, right? Yeah. Like guys, listen, I'll, you know, I was the biggest I've been. I weighed 280 pounds. Okay. I have old army injuries. I have old football injuries. Like I always use the excuse of I'm broke, right? Like my back hurts, my hip hurts, you name it. Take a number. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so mobility was what we worked on that day and did a mobility exercise. And, um, you know, I'm learning that the mistake I always made when I wanted to try and get myself back in shape was the same thing I did when I was a young kid, when I was in the army, right? Like overdoing it or something, or I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to show everyone in here. Like I still fucking got it. You know what I mean? Like I'll throw around, you want to throw around some weight? Let's throw around some weight. Right. I've always been a big guy. Like I'm, I'm able to throw around weight and hurt myself. <laughs> I mean, I'm able to still, you know, bench press significant weight and then hurt for fucking five days afterwards. You know what I mean? And, uh, so it's, it's, just as much as it's been about actually doing things, it's been about the education behind the right way to do things and and how to change different habits within my life to be better for me in this circumstance, right? So, and I even, the second day I came home and told you, because I did the cold plunge again the second day and I, I came back to the compound and I was like, hey, you want to know how I know I'm harder than you? I did a minute and a half in the cold plunge, yeah. you know what I mean? Like and, that's, that's my maximum limit. And it, uh, you did more than that though, didn't you? To, I did this morning, how about right? I- so, uh, you know, went in this morning, did another hard workout, right? Like another cool thing is, you know, I'm monitoring my heart rate in workouts, right? Your heart, your heart has different zones based on what you want to do, right? Like if you want to lose weight, there's a heart rate zone for that. If you want to get into endurance, there's a heart rate zone for that. And if you want to do cardio and really work on your heart health, it's zone five, which is a, it's, you know, over 90% of your max heart rate. Today, when I went in, I hit my max heart rate in, in my workout and was really pushing myself and everything like that. And and I didn't sleep very good last night. And it was, you know, again, I think it was because 
I ate too many carbs the the f- following day, and it just kind of kept me up a little bit. Well, you've had some tests. You've had a ton of you've had a battery, right? So D- yeah. uh, Dakota lined you up with walk the people through some of the things that you've done. Yeah. So I may just before we start this, I may butcher some of the names, but uh, so I had a Dex scan, which is a body composition scan where it tells you not only your body fat percentage, but it tells you the body fat, for body fat percentage in your arms, in your legs, in your gut, everywhere throughout your body. Uh, it'll also tell you, um, or I'm sorry, that, that's a different test. But so the deck scan, you know, does all that. And, you know, I was high, right? Like I had a 35% body fat. The scary thing about it is, is there's, there's different types of body fat right? The worst one you can have, the silent killer is visceral body fat. That's what I had the most of. It's from processed food. It's from fried foods. It's from fast food. It's from pop. It's from all that, right? Like visceral fat is what gives guys like, you know, my wife has always thought it was funny. Like I can flex my stomach and, and what you feel is the hard muscle, but that's because my fat is around my organs and, and, you know, around all the things that actually fucking matter. Yeah. Right. And it's because of the things I've ate and, and the life that I've lived for the past 10 years. And, uh, so learning about those things and really understanding the dangers that come along with some of those things was a big eye opener too. Um, the other test that I had is, uh, RMR, which is resting, meta- uh, resting metabolic rate. Right. And, uh, come to find out in case you guys didn't know, uh, basically superhuman, right. With my, with my metabolic rate, my body, we found out that, you know, if I did nothing, if I laid in bed all day and, and did absolutely nothing, my body will burn 2,900 some odd calories. That's super high. That's a that's a great that's a pound. Yeah, that is a fantastic metabolism, right? You're burning a fat a day, a pound of fat a day. Yes. So the way the way it works is that's actually about 70% of the calories that your body will burn in a day. Then you have uh uh just daily activity. Like going, what you throw going in the to tank. work going to school. Well, this is just burning. I'm not talking about what you're taking in. I'm talking about what your body's putting out. So there, then, you know, the other, you know, let's say that's 75%, the resting metallic rate, you know, 15% or 20% or whatever is your daily activities, not exercise. I'm talking going to work, you know, the running around you do with your kids, you know, just daily walking, the things you do. Yeah, to get to your car, park exactly, your car. Okay. Right. That's about another 15 to 20% of your calories that you burn. Only about 5 to 10% is exercise, right? So based off of all of that, if I only did enough exercise each day to burn 350 calories, my body on a daily basis burns 4,140 some calories, right? Which is fantastic. Like it's, it's great. It was also super eye-opening to show like that's how much I'm overeating. That's how bad the food is that I'm eating. Like it's, it doesn't even have to be about overeating. It can be about what you're putting in your body, right? Our body is, is only made to digest and process so many things. 
unfortunately, a lot of the food that is easily available in America, especially when you're on the road traveling, when you have a busy lifestyle at home with kids and sports, right? Like you're not eating the things that your body actually you're eating eats. healthy and clean, you're eating convenience. That's right. So find all this out. I also, you know, find out that, you know, the visceral fat and, and what was the bulk of, of my fat is literally the most dangerous one, right? It's what my uncle died at 38. My biological grandpa died at 43. My dad died at 62, right? I promise you, none of them were watching what they ate. They weren't exercising. They weren't doing any of that. Right. And so here I am at 35, right? Do I have three years left? Do I have 13 years left? Do I have 30 years left? I don't know. I'm not cool with any of those answers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like none of those are what I want. And so it was super eye-opening. And and so, you know, even though I slept bad last night, so I I was excited to get up and go to work. Like even you mentioned this morning, like, bro, did you leave at 4.30? Yeah. I heard and I did, right? Like we, we moved workout back to 5 a.m. And I was up at 4, ready to go out the door by 4.30. And I was early before workout started at 5. Did a hard workout, got my, you know, heart rate into the zone five where I'm working on cardio uh, or my, uh, not cardio, but my specific heart health, right? And then I went to go do the cold plunge again. And I had told Dakota yesterday because like, listen, let me tell you something. When I first got into that thing, like it, you if you've never done it, it is almost impossible to control your breathing. Like it, it, it'll get you, Right. And I had told him yesterday because I watched this guy get in. He goes in, doesn't make a sound. Dakota? Oh, yeah. Breathes the exact same way the whole time. Goes up to his neck, right? And I told him yesterday, I said, hey, I said, tomorrow I'm fucking going up to my neck. He's like, all right, we'll see. You know, I got in it today and I did three and a half minutes up to my neck. And I'm going to continue to build on that and, sure. and work that up. And, and, but, but the point of that is, and, and what I hope people understand and, and kind of take away is it's all in your mind. It's mind over matter, right? Like same thing with day one when he's like, when I felt like I couldn't lift that weight, I could something in me didn't want to, but I could. When I got it, when I got into the, the cold plunge, I didn't want to be in there. My brain was doing everything it could to tell me to get out. But I also had Dakota there saying, Hey, talk to me, breathe. Yeah. Look at me. After, you know, 20 seconds, my breathing was under control and I ended up staying there, staying in there for, you know, over three minutes, which is hard as hell because I couldn't do that long. <laughs> it, it, it sucks, but like your mind is such a powerful thing. It's just the high that it gives you for the rest of the day. Oh man. So I, I, I think I mentioned it, but day one, like I felt like trash. I was, I mean, I puked four times that workout. Like 
I you're wearing the, the leg sleeves, the compression sleeves for your legs. You're doing hyperbole for your body. Yeah. Like, Those are money, by the you're, way. You're, you're throwing everything. Yeah. At, I mean, did you sit in the well, sauna? I know you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's what it is, is, and one thing that I think most of us guys don't ever focus on, or at least, at least the guys that aren't educated on it, which was me, right? We don't focus on recovery. Yeah, we're we stretching. No, no, we don't focus on what our body needs to be able to go back the next day and do it all over again, right? It's not what they teach us. No. So as much as that cold, cold plunge sucks, I can work out as hard as I want when I get out of that thing. I like. I don't want Dakota to hear this, but I'm like, all right, let's go for round two. You know what I mean? Of a workout. You know what I mean? You, like, that's how yeah. good you feel. The inflammation. Oh, the body well, needs to inflame. It needs to have that yeah. so it could heal too. So you don't want to do it too often. Sure. The, the stress is healthy, but it is really good. I mean, Wim Hof, have you read his book? I haven't. Apollo Ono, the speed skater, uh, narrates the audio version. It's fantastic. But yeah. um, it all comes down to... Uh, you know, Vance, you know, who's going to be on the podcast with us, you know, yeah. the Veterans Day one. He he knew exactly what you're talking about, too. It's like all about the, once you control the breathing, you have you have half the battle won. And, yes. you know, it's through the nose, out the mouth stuff. And you know how many times I've sat in those things? I'm sure that Dakota's told me the right way to do it a thousand times. But when you feel like you're getting that cold plunge the first time, you feel like your body's actually not cold. It's on fire. Yes. It actually feels like your skin is on fire at first. Yes. Because that's how painfully stabbing yeah. cold water is at 38 degrees or 40 degrees. And um, it doesn't help when he's laughing because I talk a lot of shit to Dakota <laughs> when we work out, which means that he is just waiting to dump it back on, which is why you go there, right? So I learned not to do that. Or I, I you mean, don't poke I, the bear when tell you shit. Not a chance. I but, made the mistake one time of saying, "Hey, I'm a fixin to do more reps faster than a Medal of Honor winner, and if I do that, I'm posting it on my social media." I didn't get to post that photo, but I've never talked like that again, yeah, right? So like. Yeah. You need that. You need to go to a place where you're not the alpha and yep. you have someone whose job, he has a purpose too. And his purpose is doing exactly what he's doing to you right now. And I don't think there's anyone else on this planet that could got you to where you're at so fast. Do yep. you agree? I do. And and the thing is like, and uh, I have always been willing to start things. It's It's finishing them, right? And so like a key part of this was you have to have the constitution inside you to understand why you're doing it. Right? And you have to begin with the end in sight. You do. And and it's, for me, after seeing those tests and, and everything like that, like it's life or death, right? Not not tomorrow, not next year, not this or that, but- You're slowly dying. You were no longer dangerous. Exactly. And that- that's it. That's what I was going to go back to. Like, it goes back to what I said earlier, which is like, you know, most men, we tend to let our physical fitness fall off by our late thirties, early forties, right? Like not everyone, but I'm just talking generally, right? That's exactly it, right? Like we slowly start killing ourselves by not putting ourselves first and not not continuing to do the things we did when we were younger. Right. Like, and, and now as you get older though, you just have to realize like, I can still do these things. I just need to do them differently. Right. Like all my workouts right now are only body weight, but I'm here to tell you if, if you're a big guy like me, that's, that's a lot of weight. Moving 280 pounds to do anything is a lot of fucking weight. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, but it's just, 
I've been blessed. Like I, I, the opportunity that's been given to me is insane, right? Like it, but it's all about just taking the first step. I could have easily called you on Sunday after my son's game and said, Hey, we got to move it or we got to do this or we got to do that. But I had already made up in my mind, like nothing is going to stop me from doing this. Yeah. You're pretty determined right now. And I was telling Dakota that, right? So, you know, there's, when you go into these situations, think about what we're doing right now. You know, when you watch TV and you watch stories, we want to be inspired. So what we do is we watch produced stories of reality TV to where they're going to show it to you on TV, but they're only going to show you the ones in which they were successful. Right. Right. And I think there's a lot of people that don't want to be around these types of things right now because there's no guarantee. Right. And that's why I wanted it to be part of what we're doing right now. Remember, I was like, Jesse, how about once a week we we have this conversation? Yeah. Because... It would be really, I think it's a coward's move for us to talk about this, but only present it if you win. It's like, you have great relationship with, like, we're boys. Every every member of my management team and my leadership team, I like to think I have a good relationship with. I share a lot of joy with them. I share a lot of learning and opportunities with them. We train together and PT together, so I share pain with them. I share a lot of laughs with them. But shame on any of them if they go home and they, they suffer in silence and quiet desperation alone yeah. when they could be unpackaging the hard shit with us as well, yeah. right? So I'm like, don't don't enjoy life with me and then suffer alone. Right. Let me suffer with you. Let's, let's unpackage it together. I'm on a different level than you. Yeah. I've just been around a little bit longer. So I may, not that I have it all figured out, clearly not. I'm still an athlete and playing the game myself, but maybe I've learned some things from your lesson and maybe I could teach it to you. It's not, it's not designed like prison where you have to go through everything I went through before you could be my equal. Right. My job is to try to help you cut 50% out of the time it takes to reach the same level that I've reached because I'm not going to be measured, you know, Maxwell has a whole book about the five levels of leadership and management. And, and, and we know that we won't be measured based on how many people follow us, but how many more leaders we create. So right. my goal is to figure out how to turn you into, I went through the same journey you're going through. I've just went through at different stages or different times and I'm learning the same things. I'm on a different journey, which you'll be on event, you know, again as well. Yeah. And, and that's what we want is we want to continue to build up and it's left seat, right seat cockpit training for everything. I think that for you, you know, this is, I didn't want to wait until we knew this was a success before we rolled your story out because I want it to be ride or die. I think Sun Tzu said it best when he says, it's not till we're faced with annihilation do we truly thrive. And I think that putting this podcast together where people are going to hear, look, there's strength in your vulnerability. Sure. Not everybody. There's very few people that are going to get on a podcast with me and tell me their story about how they're trying to re-change themselves. But Now's when that starts. Like you want a better 2024, it starts right now. Yeah. Okay. And what we're doing is we're laying the framework and the foundation right now to where we have to hit rock bottom. It's the hardest, it's the best, most stable place to build a a rocket from. And we're going to put that rocket back on your back again, because your growth was second to none. You had towered over everything. Even at my age, you were beating what I was at. Right. And and then you hit that plateau and we all do. I've hit mine at different stages. I don't care who you are. My greatest friends of this industry, and you could take it from, you could talk to Crosby. He'll tell you about his, I mean, maybe he wouldn't do it on a podcast because he's a pretty guarded guy, but I've had the privilege of studying with him where he has told me about his own fits of being in a fetal position. 
It wasn't until that man told me about that that I felt comfortable talking about it myself. Yeah. So you have to be around people that can open up the doors and let you know that it's okay to feel the way you feel and it's okay to struggle the way you struggle. And although that you feel like you're doing it alone, you're not. Right. And you, and there's others that are there, but I promise you that everyone else that we meet, everyone at these conferences that we meet, they're all battling something. Sure. They're all battling an insecurity. They're all battling some sort of weakness. At some point, everybody's battling something they're not happy about within themselves, right? It's just hopefully they can live in the present. Like I'm not happy with the man that I am knowing that I could be a better man, but I could certainly appreciate what I've accomplished into the present, but I know that I need to accomplish more. Like the soup's right. not done cooking. I have to be able to pour the gas back on. I'm training for two things at all times, right? So I have to be ready to be able to be worthy to become the leader that my team, look at guys like you and the others that are on my team. I have to be worthy to be a leader that they would be willing to follow. Right. And you have to be the same. And right. it begins at home with your kids and then it transcends all the way back to what you do for your work. Now, Dakota's part of this journey, right? And yeah. he's a big part of it right now. There's other parts of this journey that we're going to be introducing to you, which are going to be on the same program that I was on. You know, I mean, Carly's going to be on this program too. And sure. And that person's had a pretty profound impact on me, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Strong enough to where we are so pot committed to the development of talent and people within our organization that we brought in someone who's going to be purpose, her intentional and deliberate purpose is to make sure that she's training us how to become stronger leaders yeah. so that we could create more leaders and and that way we could go help our clients bring more value, right? right? And then what we'll ultimately do is go to our clients and say, hey, give us the bottom 10% of your workforce. We'll absorb them. They could take them back as staff augmentation, but we'll put them in a training development incubator. And then we'll go repurpose them like a Drew Brees. We'll put them on a different team yeah, and let them go win a Super Bowl. Or, or we'll put them back on that same team if that's what they want. But training and development of talent is the focus. You're the example that we get to talk about right now. Yeah. First one through the wall is always the bloodiest, right? I'm but, used to that. Yeah, but man, you're a leader. So, I mean, what have you learned to date and- how do you feel? I mean, like we're going to do this every week until you're done with the first 30. Yeah. And then that way you're going to be telling your own story and your own journey after that. But like, here we are. Today's our four year anniversary. Did you ever think when we started this thing four years ago today that you'd be rebuilding yourself from the beginning as a constitution of a person? No, no, definitely not. And I, I think that, you know, it it's hard to you know, put into words everything I've learned in such a short amount of time. Like if I, if I set aside. That's what journaling's for. You should be yeah. journaling this and you should be journaling every night before you go to bed and manifest what you want out of this. If I set aside the nutrition and fitness side and everything of that, that I've learned, right. Uh, I think I would, I would say that like what I've learned the most is it's, it's just a decision. That's it. It's right? a decision. It's, it's, telling yourself that this is what I want and this is what's best for me. It's, it's about not letting excuses run your life. Uh, it, it, it's a, it, it all comes back to you. And, and that's why, like, I, I no longer feel like saying putting you first is a selfish thing. Right. And, and it's because I, I know that if I'm better, everyone else around me will be better. I, you know, I also know that that means that there will be people that have been around me that won't be able to be around me. Oh, you're gonna have a liquidation right? of friends. Yeah. I've lost friends through this journey too. Yeah, and, and it, it, it means that 
I have to wake up every day. I have to be willing to, at least in the morning, put myself first. I, I have to be willing to put my diet first, my sleep first, my exercise first. And, and in doing that, it's going to make me a better person. And when, once I'm a better person, I can then focus on helping make the people around me a better person. And, and, I, and maybe better goal. person's the wrong word. I don't mean like, no, you better know, person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to, there's so many people in my life that, that deserve to live longer, deserve to have me around longer, deserve to, to learn the things that I'm going to learn. And my hope is that I'm going to go through this process. Every day I'm going to try and be 1% better, right? If at the end of 30 days, if I'm 30% better than I am right now, that's already a win. What happens when I do it for a year? There you go. What happens when I do it for two years? So I think this is what I would ask of you right now. And then we're going to bring this home because this is enough to unpackage for your first week. But every week we're going to unpackage this. And I hope that people follow your journey. I hope that you inspire you inspire me with what you do. But I would say, what would... Uh, what would be the advice that you would give anybody that was you uh, a month ago? Because I've I've been um, stabbing your ear hole with words yeah. for a bit, right? And I couldn't get you to move. What would be something that you would tell someone that's a stubborn asshole like you that doesn't want to pay attention and listen? I'm joking, no, obviously. I know what you mean. I know. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, how yeah, do you yeah. get... You can't. I mean, people have to either hit a rock bottom and then they make a decision. The fear of the known is worse than the fear of the unknown, maybe. I don't know. But what would be your advice to get more people? Because this is what we want to do. We want to drip this. The reason why we're doing this now is because we don't want to wait until the last week of December to tell people about this story when we know you've won. And then we share the story at the end because everyone loves a good story. I want people to follow the ups and the downs, the good, the bads. There's going to be setbacks. People are going to want to sure. do things and they're going to want to do, what do I do when I fail? What happens when I fall off the wagon after a week? I don't know. I don't know if you'll do that. I don't think you will, but you're, look, 30 days is not going to go exactly how you planned. Sure. Okay. So we're going to try and we're going to figure out what's good and bad, but we hope that we can inspire those that would change their habits and change them long enough and get the story out fast enough to where they could establish these habits to adopt a brand new, new year, new yeah. one, one, They come into that with, they know what they should be doing to eat. They know that what they should be doing for sleep and hydration. Here's what I would say. You could have all of your minerals in your body, right? With your vitamins, you could have all your sleep, right? You could hydrate, right? You can eat, right? You can work out, right? But if you not fix your head and if you do not fix yeah. your heart, you will still be unhealthy. For sure. So for these people, it's a lot to unpackage, but I think everyone wants a great year. 2024 should be the best year we've ever had. Yeah. You personally and professionally, do you agree? Yes. And and you ask what what's it take, right? Or what do you got? Yeah, what's right? your advice? Like, Tell these people. It's it's really two things. Okay. And the the first one is call it find your purpose or find your why. You know what I mean? Like start like, with it. Find find something that when you do want to quit. All you have to do is remind yourself of that. For me, it's like- Why did I start in the first place? Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, it's my boys, right? Like I love all my kids. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I, all my kids are fantastic, but like I don't ever want my boys to have to look at another man to to get to their inspiration. To try to emulate them instead or, of their father. Right? So that's my, that's my purpose or my why. And the second thing is you just have to do it. 
And what I mean by that is you, there's a million excuses not to do something. You only need one reason to do it. Amen to that, brother. You know what I mean? So like it's, and and I'm telling you this from somebody that, and you know this, I'm telling you this from somebody that's made every fucking excuse in the book for years, right? Like this didn't just happen to me overnight. All you got to do is go. Just start. Just find start. some people. Find someone to get yes. a spark with if you got to. If not, they could call you. That's right. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Listen, brother, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for having, <laughs> look, 30 days. Not a lot of people want to saddle up and come live, you know, with me with at you? the compound for 30 <laughs> days with everybody that we know, all of our fools yeah. and all of our friends dropping in and working out with you here and there. But you're going to be getting, um, it's not every day that you get someone that has been re awarded the Medal of Honor. Yeah. I'm super blessed for that. Right. Who's going to pour his heart and soul into you. And this is a person that, that is his purpose is to help us help each other. Like you ask him what he wants to do. He's one of the only guys that you could ask, what do you want to do? And he says, change the world. He literally means that shit. When right. you hear other people that are like, I want to make money by rolling out an application that's going to change the world. I mean, he's still a businessman, but he generally gives a shit about putting it into the system and making right. sure that he's getting something out of it. hundred percent. And you, you can't do what he does unless you love it. No. And, and you know, being around guys like him, being around guys like you, being around guys like Joe and Scotty and even sure. Nathan and, you know, like if you think that you're going to stay in your same environment and do the same things and then, but still go do this, you're not, the, the two don't go together. Oh, sure. Right. Like you, you can't, it's like fitting a, a square peg in a round circle. It, it doesn't work that way, right? Like if you really want to make change, you have to change your environment. You have to change everything. Well, listen, week one uh, is off to an amazing start. I, I look forward to unpackaging week two next week. And sure. and you can uh, you can recap with the rest of week one and what it looked like. But um, this is just the beginning of the journey. And, and we're going to keep publishing this and putting it out regardless if it's rain or shine or good or bad. I don't care about the results. Because the results are what the results are. The results are life. And some people are going to try this and fail, and some are going to catch wind, you know. But we just want to get people to move, yep. make the decision, right? Yep, that's it. Well, thanks for being here, brother. I appreciate sure. you sharing your thanks story. For me. Thanks, man. Yep.